0: What happened to the little guy from Jerry Maguire and and High Fidelity?
1: Oh boy, I don't know.
0: Remember this? Uh uh-uh. uh. Remember High Fidelity? Yes, I do. You've got uh, Just man Spokesman. Jack Black. Jack Black, well, maybe now. Uh John Cusack. Yep. You've got Jack Black in the role that introduced the world to Jack Black, even though he had been in movies since he was a very small child. Yeah, right. And the other guy. Remember the other guy? No, I don't remember the other oh, guy. Actually, it's called uh, Number Five with the, the Number Five with a Smile. It was based on a dish at. A t- remember the little bu- he's got a hoodie on. He's bald, on the top.
1: I believe you. I just don't remember. I'll show you a
0: picture. Remember Jerry Maguire? He's the nanny, right? And he gives Jerry the tape of jazz. He's like, when you have sex with Renee Zellweger, play this tape.
1: Oh my God! Remember? No, I don't remember. The
0: audience does. Okay. The audience definitely does. So where is he? <laughs> Are you just being a good co-host? Or I'm do you... trying to
1: be a good co-host. Have I have I sucked
0: you in now? But I want. If else you don't know? remember him at all, then why would you care?
1: Because I want to know where he is. What ended a great up.
0: bit to start the show with. <laughs> <laughs> he is a uh, director. Actually, he directed a film called "Hello, I Must Be Going." Uh, okay. I don't know how this ties into Groucho Marx. But anyway, it's not about Groucho Marx okay? Uh, or Captain Spaulding. And he's also a screenwriter as well. He co-wrote the, well, adapted uh, the 2015 Macbeth film, which you hated and I loved.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember that film. Why?
0: Wow. Just such a negative. Don't like that at all.
1: No, I did not enjoy it. God, that. I
0: loved it. I thought it was really good.
1: I, I thought it was stilted. <laughs> <laughs>
0: ah. It's Shakespeare, honey pie.
1: I know it is. Do you, so I, you're
0: a Polanski fan? You like the Polanski one?
1: I didn't say that. I just... Because I, I like the Polanski one, too. I did not enjoy this one. Oh, boy. Really? Yeah. I, I We talked did. about it on the show. I know. Go
0: back in the in the archive. Yeah. Anyway, the guy that... We disagree uh,
1: sometimes.
0: <laughs> I think the guy that directed it is like his brother-in-law. Oh, Okay. It's just fun fact. All right. So anyway, he's still around. He was in an episode of Silicon Valley recently. Oh, this whole time. His name is uh, Todd Luiso. Okay. And here's a picture of him.
1: He looks kind of like Mini-Me.
0: I can't take you anywhere. (laughs) Awful. All right. You don't remember? And he's like, his whole thing is like he plays like the... Hmm, kinda coded as gay, but you know he g- wants to get together with Sarah Gilbert. You know who Sarah Gilbert is, right? No. What are the? G-
1: what is happening?
0: <laughs> this is supposed to be a pop culture. Con- Here, look. Here's a picture of him with John Cusack wearing a Dickie shirt. Sure. Right, this yeah. guy, soft spoken. Uh huh. Right.
1: I don't. I don't remember him from the film, like at all.
0: He. <laughs> He's the, he you can't
1: ri- take me anywhere. I don't
0: know. I, I think he's the one who hits t- uh, Tim Robbins with the phone when, oh. they're, when they're beating him up in the dream sequence. Oh, okay. Can't take you anywhere.
1: No. Sorry.
0: Look, here's another picture of him. This is Great Pod. This is Great Pod. Right? Uh-huh. This is right before he... Or maybe he rips... I think he's the one that rips the uh, air conditioner out of the wall <laughs> okay. and bashes Tim Robbins with it. All right. got to watch High Fidelity again. I guess I do. Got to get up on your... You know they're making High Fidelity as a TV series.
1: Are they really from
0: a girl's perspective? You're kidding. A girl's gonna be. All right, you tell me how you feel about that. Why I look it up so I have the information.
1: Um, I think that completely changes it because it's all from Cusack's point of view. Yeah. Um, so why not call it something else?
0: Because it's we need the
1: we need the brand.
0: Yeah. You know, that big, that High Fidelity brand that everybody's talking about. Right. That big Nick Kornsby. I mean, well, Nick Kornsby is a brand. Uh, yeah. It's in the works for Disney. Uh, it is going to star Zoe Kravitz. That's too bad.
1: Oh, Lenny Kravitz's daughter?
0: Who is uh, Lisa Bonet's uh, ex-husband, Lisa Bonet, in the movie High Fidelity. <laughs> Don't, what are you looking at my string map for? I'm, I'm not. On my wall. I'm not. <laughs> uh yeah so this is one of those things where i think we've gone too far yes because you can't make alfina you know the movie alfie yes alfie yeah that's all about a bachelor yeah whose dick doesn't work anymore or whatever he thinks Mm -hmm. it doesn't work and he's dealing with the fact that he's made all these bad decisions and he's slept around and right Mm -hmm. yeah you can't make that alfina no. I don't know. Maybe here, I'm not challenging you. Or maybe I am. Do it. Make it Alfina. That's high fidelity. It's the whole point is about it's this guy who is getting over this cool rock dude persona that he's pursued his entire life because yeah. he grew up listening to records and he thinks that that's who he has to be. And he's ruined a lot of women's lives over this. Yeah. And it's about him finally you know, coming to terms with that. And atoning with, you know, the woman that he is in love with and wants to be with forever. Right. Let's get 22-year-old Zoe Kravitz to be in it.
1: <laughs> how does that work? Yeah. How is that about like a midlife crisis or, you exactly. know, I mean, even from a female perspective, because women have midlife crises too.
0: Not at 27. Uh, no. Or however old she is.
1: She's way too young. So I don't, I don't get how this is supposed to be on brand.
0: Does Lisa Bonet play her mom? Oh boy! <gasps> is she high fidelity? Okay, it doesn't make sense at all if she's eighteen. But high fidelity, two thousand twenty eighteen, maybe Zoe Kravitz is the product of the one night stand between Lisa oh. Bonet and John Cusack. Oh boy! Baby, I love your way <laughs> every day.
1: Maybe they could make it work that it's way. But the whole
0: thing is just feels incestuous. Anyway, yes. um, yeah, so that's... <laughs> hey, what an opening. Yeah. Hey, what are we talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe nothing. Uh, we'll find out. Uh, no, uh, we're the Just Enough Show podcast. I'm your host, Caliban, joined as always by my co-host. Hi, I'm
1: Mikan Hanna. There's
0: something specific that I want to talk about today. Yes. I heard a lot of talk. Nobody can stop talking about this k, but also <laughs> this Tom King and this Mitch Jarrett's Mr. Miracle. Yes. Uh so much so that it's an Eisner award winning book. And I don't just mean it's an Eisner award bu- winning book. I mean it's a best writer and best artist separately oh, wow. awards for this book. This That's reboot awesome. of Mr. Miracle from that team. And so i we'll to talk about that. Yep. For the rest of the show <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of, we it's been a long time since we've really scrubbed out the news. Yes. So I think that we should maybe do that. That sounds good. Yeah clearly we need to up our pop culture game because we're missing a few steps. Well, I,
1: I guess I need in to anyway. Aren't
0: we? <laughs> so we'll do that and probably put that to bed real fast. We've been going long recently. Uh, we'll try to bring it home a little shorter one. Yeah, are we that'd are be we good. are we shortchanging the audience by doing that?
1: I don't think we are. Um, I mean, we have been going a little long lately, so why not have a little bit of shorter one?
0: Cuz yeah. cuz the audience doesn't want a short one. Wanna hear people talk. They don't I think the the big disservice is going really, really long. Yeah, I would agree with that. Speaking of disservices, check out craft disservices, (laughs) our bad, quote unquote, bad movie podcast. Yeah. On this network. We recently taped a episode of a sort of side project. Somebody stop me. I can't stop making podcasts. Called Cinema (laughs) Crudite, which is where we look at not good or bad, but generally good films yes. that uh, sometimes have been overlooked or forgotten. Mm-hmm. And we most recently talked about the movie M yes. by Fritz Lang. Mm-hmm. Mo- Mordor. <laughs> what's that all about?
1: What What's That's M all about? Mor- or? Mordor. Or Mordor. Mor-
0: Mordor. <laughs> and uh, Tolkien's like, that sounds good. Yeah. I'm going to call the bad guy's country murderer in German. <laughs> no. I don't know what's going on. With that. I, don't,
1: I don't know either.
0: Hmm. Um. Is that uh, too on the nose? Well, whatever. I'll just make all the good guys white and all the bad guys black. So what else is going on? How are, we doing? How are we doing with this? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. If you want to hear us talk about uh, M, one of the best movies of all time by Fritz Lang, it's over on Cinema Crudite in craft of services craft com, facebook twitter itunes all the places mm-hmm. how you doing
1: i'm doing good cal how are you doing
0: i'm fine
1: yeah okay you look suspicious yeah but you
0: threw well, I'm, I'm suspicious that i'm trying to get you to share something and you throw it right back to oh, me oh sorry you um, are retiring <laughs>
1: um i i'm good it's it's definitely fall now and uh um I don't know. Are we getting a, a more movies coming out? I feel like um, <laughs> you <know> the <laughs> there's a couple. There's a couple, but um, you know, a couple of trailers. Maybe we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, yeah, but well,
0: anything that you are specifically super excited for?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm kind of looking forward to the Dark Phoenix movie but i i really don't want them to mess it up yeah so i guess that that's a tentative looking forward to it
0: why do you just instantly assume that they're going to mess it up no offense
1: um they haven't always nailed the x-men films <laughs> so
0: <laughs>
1: you know yeah, that's my worry. You
0: either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself ruin a movie franchise. Right. And that's me and Simon Kinberg with X-Men films. It's yeah. like, great start. Yeah, Brian Singer, I guess. But yeah. he's pretty much out of the picture now. So that's why when they go, ooh, a new mutants movie based on Demon Bear Saga that's more horror than superhero film. Sign me up. Uh-huh. But under Simon Kinberg and now directed by Simon Kinberg. Oh, Has there boy. just been an off tour director hiding in there the entire time, <laughs> or maybe just a guy that makes phone calls and like you know gets the right people together?
1: Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I. I just. Um, uh, we saw the trailer for the first time uh, this week, and. Um, what
0: we're going right into this? Hold on, that's oh, news. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, the news. you're right. Well, an update for a story that we talked about last week: the saga of Batman's dick. Yep. Turns out that uh, Batman Damned, number one, the offending issue, the issue that doth offend mind sight, uh, will not be reprinted. You're kidding. This is... I'm not kidding. Oh, wow. Uh, It's sold out for the most part. It's successful. This is when you go second, third, fourth printing, right? Right. It will not be reprinted, and issues two and three have been delayed.
1: Wow. All this because of Batman's dick?
0: What... I know why it's not being reprinted for, again, our power over the news. It's like yeah. I said last week, you'll never see this again. No. And... How are we doing on the other stories?
1: <laughs> um, Did we get the
0: Farscape revival yet? Uh,
1: I, don't, I haven't heard anything about Farscape yet, or like Black Widow, or, <laughs> yeah. you know... Well, anyway, um,
0: uh, updates on that when we have them. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, two or three are being pushed out, uh, probably to airbrush all the dicks out, I'm guessing, or I don't know. Oh, boy. I'm thinking that they're... Is because why do you delay them? And they're not being delayed forever, they're just being pushed like you know, a month, six weeks back. Yeah, there's something in them. If you're if, if the entree is dicks, the yeah. main course is what? Uh, no, no, no don't, don't say anything. Okay, we get the idea. All right, uh, yeah, so I think they're changing things. Okay, do you think?
1: Yeah, probably. Um, I feel like weird if they're like censoring themselves um it's,
0: well you'll never know that it was censored because they'll just change the panel yeah. so for instance if you can see member's neck they'll just black it out more you know or you just draw it from another angle you know it happens sometimes
1: right okay um but
0: they are definitely removing things aren't they
1: yeah it seems like it i mean i don't know why else you would delay it boobs, boobs yeah yeah
0: Right, uh-huh. right. We're in agreement. <laughs> boobs. <laughs> yeah. Boobs. <sighs> Here's some weird information. Okay. Nobody knows what to make of it. All right. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. There was a weird video that came out on the internet. Okay. Uh, featuring Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. All right. Reading a Christmas story to, or a story to Fred Savage, an adult Fred Savage. Okay. Possibly problematic Fred Savage. Look it up. And there was no other details. And they announced an untitled Deadpool movie for December 21st.
1: This December 21st? Yep. You're kidding me. Uh, So like there's going to be something in theaters or like there's going to be like a short available online or something like that. We don't know. We don't know. Okay. (laughs) We don't know. Well, this is all very bizarre. Um, and is he reading to an adult Fred Savage to like make us think of Princess Bride or something like that?
0: Yes. Okay. And who knows if it will have Fred Savage in it. Clearly, I mean, there's not going to be an entirely new film, but people are speculating that this will be the PG-13 cut of Deadpool 2.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's not really a...
0: Or if it'll somehow film. be... Um, like a, an amalgam of both films, okay. Like the like a Deadpool saga film, okay. That is you know cuts out R rated material.
1: All right. Weird. This is this a thing? Um, this seems weird. Did you do this? Um, I would think no. I mean, it's really weird. They have like an announcement video with it too. Is
0: this and plus, what's with the boat rocking? What's going on?
1: Yeah, I you, don't know.
0: You're all supposed to be packing your put your potted plant in your cardboard box and you're supposed to be out of here. Yeah. Because this is all belongs to the mouse now. That's right. So is this like is this a situation where which movie was it where they oh, oh uh, uh Justice League where they were like, um the guy's daughter died. Yeah. <laughs> Should we maybe just wait right next summer? Next summer. Right. No, we got to put it out right now, right? Because all the WB executives wanted their bonuses.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Is it like that kind of thing? Is it like the Fox executives who will be repositioned or maybe let go are trying to like get the last of their money? Okay. So I know we'll just cut all the funny bits from the two Deadpool movies together into one PG thirteen movie and release that,
1: that could at totally Christmas be.
0: opposite a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, that will be in competition. Yeah, with it. Like, um, do you think? Uh, Deadpool can take out Mary Poppins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd like to see him try. That's going full of bullets. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bumblebee's coming out then. Um, well, Holmes and Watson. Yep. You want to talk about it?
1: Um, we can talk about that. I don't want to. You don't want to? Looks dumb. Okay. Looks All right. Dumb. Yeah.
0: So anyway, that's what's going on. People don't know what's happening with that. It's weird. That's weird. weird. Uh, what else? Um Trailers. You want to talk about trailers? Yeah. Here's let's. a trailer. Let's talk about the Dark Phoenix trailer. Now, before we talk about it. Yes. We need to know that it was scheduled to come out on fe- February 14th, mm-hmm. the Deadpool slot right. of next year. It's been pushed back to summer. Really? The day after the trailer came out uh, earlier this week, they repositioned it to June 7th Why?
1: of 2019.
0: Nobody knows.
1: So when is the... Um, new Mutants. Yeah, New August Mutants coming 2nd. out. Well, that seems like you're putting it in competition with each other. No
0: one knows what's going on. And again, why aren't you eating your cake? Yeah. Uh, your goodbye cake. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and cleaning out your locker. Right. I don't know. Um. Let's talk about the trailer.
1: Okay, let's talk about it. What'd you think? Um, I thought it was okay. I... <laughs> Honestly, there were parts during it that I couldn't understand what they were saying, which to me really? yeah <laughs> okay. feels like that's just bad a d r or what have you uh-huh. um so I don't know, they're kind of trying to make um Jean look kind of menacing, I guess um she turns over some cars,
0: you think that's let's... sophie what uh, Game of Thrones is sophie not, Turner. not scary.
1: She's not super scary. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just don't think she's super menacing. I guess she like um, goes and gets some advice from Magneto. Because <laughs> he's
0: got to be in this thing still.
1: I know, right? Um,
0: this, st- this film series is trapped by its stars. Mm-hmm. Why is Jennifer Lawrence in these things still, except for the fact that she's Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. Mystique was definitely... An unexpected breakout character of the early X-Men films. I would agree with that. Somebody who was there just to be like weird and like, that's why they, no offense to Rebecca Romaine, who did a fine job, but mm-hmm. it's not, now you would cast a Jennifer Lawrence. They just cast a girl who was willing to wear, be naked except for latex. Right. And then people are like, really identify with this character. It's like, oh, Interesting. I think a lot of that had to do with her interactions with Ian McKellen, you know, as Magneto. Yep. And then we reboot this thing and it's like, we got Jennifer Lawrence and she's going to be mystique. And mystique's going to be all over this thing. Right. But at this point she's just kind of hanging around. Like, why is she still doing this?
1: I don't know. And she hasn't like gone over to like Magneto's side. Um, She's, and she
0: reduces the heroism of the other characters. I'm trying to follow Scott and Jean and Kurt and like all the people who are the X-Men here. Yeah. And yet we have to stop and like, oh, I'm going to take care of this, kick a guy, turn into somebody else or something like because right. that's her power, which right. is like, when it comes right down to it is a good bad guy power, but not a great good guy power. I
1: would agree with that. Yeah. yeah.
0: So anyway.
1: um, And she's like, well, she supposedly grew up with Charles. So this is weird. I, I know. So this is weird. they're like siblings.
0: It's weird. It's like one thing to have. A sexy Victoria's Secret model with latex on her on her boobs <laughs> and like, hey, what's going on? Right. It's another thing to come into your kitchen and have like an eight year old girl with like, yeah. latex in her body. It's like, why?
1: What are we doing here? What is this happening? Yeah, exactly. Do this. I know.
0: I found a kid, and your parents are like, great. Let's yeah, I know, right? Just raise you with her. Yeah. Simon Kinberg. So that makes sense.
1: No, Brian Singer. Yeah.
0: Oh no, Brian Singer. Yeah. You'll get that if you listen to Cinema today. Yes. Um yeah, I was very underwhelmed by this. This is supposed to be, and maybe there the effects aren't done, maybe they're holding things back. And also, it's a teaser. It's not I know. the full balls out trailer, but Right. this is about a woman Becoming a god basically and mm-hmm. threatening to destroy the universe and literally and blowing up a planet, you know, and killing millions of people right. living on the or a, the, a sun and killing people on a planet, and fighting to the d- death on the moon and stuff like that. And it's just like you're right. She turns over some cards. Yeah. Did they get um, bad feedback about the CGI FS that <laughs> that apocalypse was? That Maybe. they're like no real grounded Logan. Right. Like, it's got to be grounded. So, instead, the big fight's going to be on a street in Philadelphia. I know, right? (laughs) Like a back street.
1: Yeah.
0: And, yeah, she flips. Ooh, she flipped a car over. Yeah, she's bad. Oh, boy, I've never seen that.
1: Yeah. With her mind grapes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and this is, like, the last shout. This is the last hurrah. Either shelve this thing or maybe save it to launch on the... Streaming service. Mm-hmm. Disney's got the streaming service coming That's out. That's true. Maybe make that like an incentive for people to decide you can see the Dark Phoenix movie. Right. Or sell it to us. Yeah. But as it stands, just really underwhelming. Mm-hmm. I hope it's good. I hope so I'd too. I'd like to see uh, her. I'd like to see... Um, uh, Ready Player One Kid. You know, I'd like to, these guys to get, like, a good film. I, I would, too. Yeah, F- Days of Future Pass was fine, but it's really, it's Jackman's show. Like, this is yeah. their show now, and I'd like to see them really get a good one.
1: Yeah, I would agree as well.
0: I'll see it happen anytime soon. Also, how old are they all now? Hank's, like, 50, right? Yeah, If we I count know. from the
1: 60s? Yeah, I know.
0: And Rose Byrne's, always looked great but yeah she's gonna be like 70 years old now. i
1: know <laughs> it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense <laughs> anyway and like storms in this one now too and well she like... was in the last one was she <laughs> Wow,
0: memorable i yeah yes I guess. she was one of the horsemen
1: oh okay <sighs> well i mean it's halle berry is storm so no isn't it no no
0: it's alexander ship
1: oh yeah okay
0: great stuff uh meanwhile over at fox other things are going on new mutants of course coming out august 2nd and when i think about it ant-man and the wasp came out out two months after infinity war i guess so if as long as they've got different tones and they should well they will one's a horror movie right gambit on the other hand
1: who knows what's going on with that movie gambit has
0: got a new release date march 13th 2020 Oh, boy. Remember when this was going to come out in, like, 2015? Yeah. Or 2014? Yeah. It's been through three or four directors. Mm-hmm. Channing Tatum apparently is still connected to it. And Weird. it is being described by Simon Kinberg as a romantic or sex comedy. <sighs> Gross. So, the guy who's, you know, he's hot, I guarantee. Yeah. And he's fighting against the Thieves Guild. Yeah. It's going to be like a...
1: <laughs> it's like gonna a be sex like farce? well, they don't
0: say farce, but when I hear like sex comedy, that's
1: what you think. It's a farce, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: I mean, it could be good, but
1: it, it, it could be good. Yeah. You gotta recast.
0: Well, is he gonna is Belladonna or is he gonna be with Rogue? Do you recast Anna Paquin or does she show up?
1: Ooh, good question. Uh, Not really. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not really. I don't know. You might recast it.
0: Um, oh, boy. Well, uh, speaking of Valentines and love and things that are coming out then, yes. <laughs> uh, Battle Angel Alita, sorry, Alita Battle Angel, I said I wasn't going to do that anymore, oh. has been pushed to February 14th no. next year. All right. It was going to come out on the 21st of this year, yeah. and it vacated the spot, so it looks like Mary Poppins beat Alita.
1: I guess so. All right. A
0: spoonful of Panzerkunst. <laughs> <laughs> makes the medicine go down. Well, that's. I'm glad it's not way pushed back, but I was looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah, I think they that and that's that's a big shift going from Christmas to February.
1: That is a big shift. That's
0: you going. Rr, 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 rr. That's the dog yeah. running away. So yeah. that's not a great sign. No, it's not. I can see them being like, "We can't take on Mary, it's freaking Mary Poppins." Right. But I hope that. Doesn't mean that they don't have confidence in it, because so if too. they move to February, like we said, Deadpool, and are is rated? I'm actually not sure what it's rated, but it's definitely going to be mature, mature. adult. Um, moving a genre comic book slash sci-fi film to February when there's no competition, it could t- clean up. You know, it James could. Cameron. Yeah, so that's what I'm hoping. But for them to turn tail and run. Maybe they gave up on maybe the producers, whoever behind it, had this vain dream of like getting some awards for it. Maybe. And they, somebody finally went, Look, this thing's not gonna win an Oscar. Come right. on. And even if it does effects come on, right. be realistic here. We gotta make some money. Right. We're gonna get crushed by Emily Blunt. She's gonna be <laughs> smiling the entire time. And a cartoon <laughs> elephant's gonna sit on us and Oh my gosh. We don't want that. No. So. No, we don't. Uh, speaking of movies and Disney and all that good stuff, Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. She signed a deal with Lucasfilm to keep her there through 2021. Oh wow! Well, that's huge. So apparently, the but here's phase one: slow down. Phase yeah. Phase two: Kathleen keeps her job.
1: Yes, I think <laughs> you're right. Because I mean, what's we... phase three? Well, question
0: marks. Phase four: profit.
1: Well, we've talked about how she had to be careful about keeping her job because they weren't
0: she doing. Probably so well. should have lost it at this point. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Probably.
0: Right. I, I mean, because when you look at Josh Trank, when you look at Colin Trevorrow, all these people who have washed out. Yeah. Um, you look at and we're all done fighting about whether Last Jedi is good or not, but you look at the response to it. Uh, you look at the response to Solo for sure. Yeah. When has she had a win? Her last win was Force Awakens. Yes. And that's only counting movies that actually came out and weren't canceled or delayed.
1: Right. And they they have announced too that they're slowing down with the releases. One. Yeah. Yep, that was step one. Yeah. So um I I guess this is good news.
0: It's good Question news mark? for her. Yeah. I think for the franchise,
1: let's try somebody else. Yeah. Why not? Get some new blood in there.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Let's try somebody else. Yeah. <clears throat> you look at, because um, I mean, she had a great run. <laughs> I don't right. Know if she really did. But I mean, she's been around for a lot of great films, you know, yes. a lot, uh, in, in the past. Um, but I don't know. Maybe this isn't the brand for her. Maybe she doesn't get it maybe it's not working out she mm-hmm. was supposed to be the kevin feige of star, star wars, wars. Yeah. maybe we need somebody else mm-hmm. and she can go back and produce other great genre films right. but yeah i don't know if you got somebody and it's working you go with it if you've got a Zack snyder and it's clearly not working and he steps away and hasn't yet come back maybe you go you want to like keep staying away right tell you what why don't we buy you out you can go make atlas shrugged and we'll find somebody else to do these DC films. Right. That's kind of what I'm thinking about the Kathy Kennedy thing. Have
1: somebody buy her out? Yeah. Yeah.
0: But apparently they, they doubled down. So. Well,
1: we'll they see. must have thought she died. done they a good job. They must have a lot of faith in
0: her, yeah. yeah. Um, my faith is not quite as strong, but hopefully they can turn it around. Uh, guess what? What? Jonathan Kreisel, the co- co-creator of Portlandia, along with Fred Armisen and yeah. Carrie Brownstein, is going to direct the Sesame Street movie.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Didn't that just come out?
1: I don't... I have no idea. Happy time. Murders. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. That's not the Sesame Street Well, movie. you know what I mean. Anyway. So is it like a documentary or is it like going to be starring Big Bird? Like, what's the deal? You got it. Okay.
0: It's a Muppet movie for Sesame Street.
1: Okay. All right. Well, that could be fun. Um, it's going to be a musical. All right. of course, it is. Okay. Um, Bert and
0: Rennie will finally come out in their commitment ceremony (laughs) it could happen
1: Uh, i it could i just saw an article like not that long ago saying that somebody on sesame street was saying that yeah they're definitely a couple so well yeah whatever yeah i know uh
0: the thing about coding and subtext is that it's it's you read it you read into it yeah so i guess it's not intended but if you're interpreting art, it doesn't matter what was intended. Right. It's what you want out of it. So, yeah, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Sure. Well, what are they going to do? Go on a double date or something? I
1: Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> Listen, they
0: don't have any way to prove they're not gay. No. Well, fine, they're gay. Whatever. <laughs> so, there's that. This is a little tiny thing, but I wanted to mention it really fast. Uh, Manny Jacinto, uh, as you who you know as um, Crap from The Good Place. What's his character's name? Oh, the Jaguars. They're my favorite.
1: Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking um, about. um um, I can't remember his name Crap. now.
0: I can't remember the character's name. But anyway, uh, he's going to be in Top Gun, the Top Gun sequel. <laughs> oh. He's <laughs> one of the pilots.
1: <laughs> nice. Well, he's got a good of going to have trouble uh,
0: taking him seriously. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I hope he's going to be like one of the goofy pilots. Me too. Uh, yeah. Okay. Flying a jet plane. All right. Uh, I'm really good at flying planes in Xbox, so <laughs> it should be the same thing, right? It's <laughs> dope. <laughs> um Bruce Dern is going to replace Burt Reynolds in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: Okay. And when I
0: think about it, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I mean we want a classic, um, legendary Hollywood actor from the sixties and seventies right. to walk into this part. It's like, Oh yeah, sure, of course. Bruce Dern. Okay. They're friends in real life. Oh really? So I mean it's kinda honoring him in that way. Um who knows when this movie is going to come out?
1: Well, Are we not like going to get so the Tarantino Star it.
0: Trek movie until he's done with this, right? Probably so, yeah, not. We never get in that Star Trek movie. Forget about yeah. it. Paramount will be owned by God knows who by the, t- the Alibaba and the Chinese by the time uh, he gets around <laughs> to making this thing. And they'll be like, no, thank you. May your films live in interesting times. Right. Wait a minute.
1: <laughs> well, it just seems like there's going to be so many people in this Charles Manson film. It's kind of crazy. It's yeah. overstuffed. But is
0: this a, a Jackie Brown? Because look at it.
1: I haven't actually in Glorious seen Glorious Bastards Brown.
0: has Brad Pitt in it. Yes. But he's the anchor. Yeah. And then you have a pre mid pre-fame fastbender Mike Myers. Uh <laughs> you've got a undis- unknown uh, uh he's he's German. Um, and uh a glass of yes, milk? delicious milk. <laughs> Order a glass of beer. He's always drinking things.
1: Yes. What's his friggin' name? Um. Oh my gosh. What is his name? Christoph Waltz. Yes.
0: Uh. And, and Diane, Diane Kruger. Kruger. So yeah. the no German speaking actors and actresses. There's mm-hmm. nobody in this. Mm-hmm. Huge success. Yeah. *Hateful eight Come on out, everybody. Everybody. Bruce Dern. You want to be in this one? Literally. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Everybody's in this. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Pulp Fiction. Nobody knows who Samuel Jackson is, although he's been doing this for 25 years. Right. You're resurrecting uh, Bruce Wills' career. um, uh, Well, actually, I guess he was the John Travolta. Uh, John Travolta. It's big. Next one, De Niro, Sam Jackson, you know, Jackie Brown.
1: Yeah. I know. So I
0: I think this is going to be a lot of Sound and Fury signifying... Not much, although I know you don't like Macbeth, so I'll try to keep those <laughs> allusions down.
1: I never said I don't like Macbeth. I just <laughs> didn't like that rendition of Macbeth.
0: Uh, speaking of Star Wars, uh, did you hear about Rachel Butera, the voice of Princess Leia oh, yeah. in the uh, Star Wars Resistance show? Yeah. Uh, making fun of Christine Blasey Ford's voice.
1: Not not a good idea. Screw you. Yeah, not a, not a smooth move. Screw you, um, lady.
0: And she deleted her Twitter, and I love how these people always try to walk it back, and it's like, Here's first of all, don't do it. Second of all, don't. Wh- the first, why is everybody's in- instinct immediately to double down? Gosh, I When I do I something and somebody goes, What are you doing? Immediately I go, Whoa, whoa, what? Are,
1: I got to think about this. What do I do? Yeah. Oh,
0: I made a mistake. Immediately, I'm just. Um, Look, I'm an impressionist and a voice actress, and in about 10 minutes, I'm going to delete my Twitter account because clearly I'm wrong. Right. right, Great. Uh, Hey, new news. Uh, Hellboy coming out April 2019. Okay. It was going to come out in January.
1: Now, does this
0: mean that they have more faith in it because they're moving it from the movie Wasteland of January to April, April. which is the new summer?
1: Yeah. They might have more faith in it. Spring
0: is the new summer.
1: (laughs) Well, that's definitely true. Um, yeah, it kind of sounds like they have more faith in it.
0: Are you looking forward to it?
1: Um, you know, I actually Hopper haven't. Boy? S- I have not seen <gasps> the original Hellboy films.
0: Well, you're not <sighs> missing anything. No. The way you feel about Macbeth, I feel about Guillermo del Toro.
1: Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, here's a little note. I don't really know what to say about this because we've kind of fallen off on the um, WB DC shows. But apparently their next superhero crossover, they do one of these kind of every year, is going to have an Elseworlds theme. Okay. And my thing is, isn't that kind of already what it is?
1: I guess. But they're I going to
0: incorporate Elseworlds elements. So we're talking Gotham by Gaslight. We're talking... Uh, what's an Elseworlds Flash thing? Maybe a steampunk no thing. Okay. It's gonna, they're going to bring in, not just the fact that Barry and Kara live in like different you know universes or whatever, but they're going to bring in gooftastic universes okay. as well. All right. The, arrows shoots a gun instead of an arrow. <laughs> <or something. laughs> I'm not writing them. <laughs>
1: All right. Is that going to be in the comics? Uh, no, no, it's for the shows. Oh, it's for the shows. Okay. Just so All right, I'm sorry. You're paying attention, right? I am paying attention. Well, pay attention to this.
0: Oh. Remember last week we talked about possible casting for the Birds of Prey show? Yes. We've got it now. Oh, wow. We've got some casting. Turns out that uh, this is Margot Robbie's Birds of Prey movie. Yes. That's how it's going to be billed. Sure. Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn's Birds of Prey. Yes. You know how Harley Quinn was in Birds of Prey? I don't know. She probably was at some point. Anyway, (laughs) um, Journey Smollett-Bell will be playing Black Canary and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Will be playing the huntress.
1: Okay. Um, I don't really know who those actresses are, so uh, you do. I'm terrible. We Talked about
0: this last week. Yeah, I know. Um, here's my take. Thanks for asking. Yeah.
1: Flip what em. is your take? Flip them. Flip them. Okay.
0: They and there's the, there's nothing wrong with this. It Doesn't matter. Uh, it's colorblind. I think mm-hmm. black canary can be anybody. Whatever. Sure. But right. I think they heard black canary and they went all of their choices. <laughs> Were black actresses. I know it wasn't like they had black person, white person, Asian person, whatever. Right. They were all black actresses, mm-hmm. so they wanted a black canary. Right. And my thing is like, guys, Black Lightning is one thing. Right. <laughs> they really steered into Black Lightning and made it about a black family, black experience, yes, c- civil rights elements, you know, in the in the show. Right. Fine, but they just heard Black Canary and they're like, oh, Black Canary.
1: Right i I know it's like she's traditionally a a blonde, not that you know no, really, she wears a wig, oh really, yeah, I don't remember that
0: well it, it, some versions, but okay. originally, yeah, like Dinah Lance or whatever wore wore a wig okay, so okay. anyway, I would say flip them. because Huntress is supposed to be sort of young and you know brash yes. and. I'm not saying Black Canary is old, but she has a long history in the comics, and so she is usually portrayed as being sort of older and more seasoned. Yeah. So you flip him. Yeah, no offense to Mary Elizabeth Winston. Not saying you're old, honey, but have her be the older one. And also, I think that she is a singer and sings, right? So you've got that. Right. Journey Smollett Bell, younger, hungrier Huntress. Yeah. That's no, not that how they Old Lady's Huntress. <laughs> I am calling her old. <laughs>
1: Oh, well, any,
0: okay. We're talking about maybe the theme of this show is faith. Uh, any faith in this?
1: Um, I want it to be good. Um, I, you know, I've enjoyed renditions of, of Black Canary and the Huntress on like the Justice League uh, animated series. Um, I, I would like to see them brought to the big screen and be successful as characters.
0: That's what's on offer here.
1: Um, so, yeah, I'd really like to enjoy that. Um, I'm a little concerned about having Harley Quinn in it as well because she's a bad guy. But we're going to have her be a good g- guy or something?
0: Uh, yep. She only killed Common in uh, Suicide Squad, right? <laughs>
1: oh, only. Okay. Thank
0: God. Give her so a key that to that the city saw. for that. I know. For a medal. Oh, jeez. Uh. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> Why not? Okay. What's she going to be? She's she going to be the Joker's girlfriend forever? She's no, coming I guess out of the so. shadows. Okay. And she'll be doing that on February 7th, 2020. Okay. Directed by Kathy Yan. Who's They're that? Beat Marvel into this thing, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. Marvel had a half one with uh, Captain, Captain Marvel, but we'll see. Yeah. And uh script is from Christina Hudson, who okay. is real hot right now, and she is directing the Bumblebee. Or oh. excuse me, her, the script for Bumblebee comes okay. from her. Sure. Which leads us to our next trailer. Yeah. Let's talk about Bumblebee.
1: Okay. Let's talk about Bumblebee.
0: We've seen the second trailer now. Yes. What do you think? Um, Nothing. You don't care. I, Let's well, talk about me instead. I, uh, <laughs> I, think it's,
1: I think it's decent for what it is. Um, this is, for...
0: and they planned it this way, this is the Transformers movie that we should have had from the start. Yeah. This is what we've always wanted. I feel like after five of these things, five, right? After five Something of these like things, where do you go?
1: Mm-hmm. Prequel. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's a prequel. Well, why not? And it came out in the 80s. It's set in the 80s. Why not give people, you know, the more classic looks and everything like that and the more, the more sort of cartoony, sort of family-friendly action? Yeah. Why not have done that in 2005 or whatever or right. 2006 when the first movie came out? I know. Finally. Mm-hmm. This is a Transformers movie that I might actually enjoy.
1: Yeah. Um, I like that she gets the car and she has no idea that it's Bumblebee. Well, that's Bumblebee. like
0: Shia LaBeouf does that too.
1: Uh, Yeah, okay. All right. Um, but um, she says, like, you can't transform in front of anybody except for me. All
0: right, so um, this is what's happening. You're describing the film. That's yeah, cool. I know. That's cool.
1: Um I don't know. I think it has potential to be uh, enjoyable.
0: It's directed by the guy that directed uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So he is a stop motion animation guy. Right. He understands how to make things that aren't alive yes. look like they're alive. That's true. So maybe we won't get, speaking of CGI fests where you have no idea what's going on. Right. Now you've got robots that look like robots, and they're fighting in ways that are well choreographed and designed. Yeah. Except for dumb Rick Astley jokes.
1: Yeah, That I didn't care for Come that on, one.
0: Christina. Come on. Yeah, you can do I better know. than that. I
1: know. I really
0: like this movie. Yeah. What it... am I going to do when I like a Transformers film?
1: <laughs> I don't think you need to turn in all of your- I'm just going to
0: walk into the ocean. Nerd
1: badges or anything <laughs> at that maybe point. maybe I do.
0: Hey, we were just talking about Harley Quinn. Uh, remember David Ayer? Yeah, I do. David Ayer. Mm-hmm. Where is he Where's he now?
1: I have no idea. Is he
0: doing Suicide Squad 2? We're the nerd experts. Why I, don't we know? I don't know. He took uh, responsibility for the damaged tattoo that Jared Leto's Joker featured in the Suicide Squad film. Oh, on boy. Twitter, a, a fan was asking about uh, that. And he tweeted, yes, I have to fall on that sword. It was one step too far.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. Only if only you realized that before you filmed it. Um, because I don't think the Joker wouldn't have a tattoo that says "damage."
0: I, I am a Leto Joker apologist. Uh huh. In that, I you know like the Joker. I think he's one yeah. of the great comic book characters of all time. Absolutely. I think there have been a lot of good stories told about him, but I don't think that he's the be-all, end-all, and I don't think that he's the best character ever. I think you can tell a good story without him. I think he's been in a lot of bad stories. Yeah. And I think that he is just, like a lot of characters, just an element that goes into comics, you Mm -hmm. know? So, it's okay to have Jared Leto, who's more of a stock villain than a real, you know, mastermind who planned to get caught and he's got scars or whatever. Like, I think it's okay that he's just cackling and self-obsessed and overdramatic mm-hmm. and a guy like that might get damaged tattooed on his face and then like David Ayer go that was a stupid idea <laughs> but it's like it's a <laughs> tattoo so it's you're stuck with it you know right he's got a lot of bad dumb tattoos
1: yeah he does
0: and I kind of warmed to that idea I mean having ha 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 is probably the tattooed on your body is worse than <laughs> having damaged but I like the idea that he had he's self-destructive Yeah, I suppose. Even so, he's trying to tear the Batman down, but even he doesn't respect himself. Mm -hmm. And so he's he's probably got a tramp stamp. You know what I mean? My gosh. He doesn't care. Like, he doesn't care about himself. If he's going to do that to himself, what's he going to do to you? Oh, yeah. real bad. (laughs) All right, that wasn't great, but I don't think he'll never be back. He's... he's, Really? Leto's not coming back. You don't think so? No, he had a horrible time doing it. Really? Well, he had a great time sending everybody dead pigs, but... I don't think he's coming back. Uh-huh. Uh, Ayer is working on the Gotham City Sirens movie, which is the other girl. Oh. <laughs> Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows. No,
1: nobody's watching the Asylum. So
0: what? <laughs> <laughs> <J-Armideus laughs> Arkham?
1: Yes, or whatever. Yep.
0: Uh, and uh, two more little bits of news: Kareem Abdul-Jabbar will be writing on the new Veronica Mars series. I am not kidding. This is real. Wow. This is a real thing.
1: Okay. This is real. Why?
0: Did you know that Kareem Abdul- Abdul-Jabbar is a novelist? Uh, no. R- quick check. Do you know who Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is?
1: I feel like I know the name. I feel like I should know where he, where he is in pop culture, but I don't know.
0: I need to know what you know.
1: I don't know anything.
0: <laughs> because you don't know... <laughs> Culture. You don't know sports now. We've Oh, right. W- what do you know?
1: Uh, I don't know. Cooking shows? N- maybe. I'll take it. Okay.
0: He is one of the most famous basketball players of all oh, time.
1: Oh, okay. Right. I <laughs> and, did not know he was a novelist.
0: And he is also a writer. Uh, he wrote, uh, he's written mystery novels. Um, he's uh, got a comic book series uh, that goes along with that. Uh, it's based on like... Uh, it's called Mycroft Holmes. So I guess it's about oh. Sherlock Holmes' brother. I've read it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Huh. Interesting. So
0: he's going to... Apparently, uh, he ran into Rob Thomas at a Lakers game, probably. <laughs> and he's going to write on the Veronica Mars show.
1: Okay. All right. We'll see I mean, where you, this goes. you think Wallace
0: played basketball because Rob Thomas doesn't like basketball, right?
1: Well, no, but... Like,
0: Percy Davis? Percy Davis the third, That actor? Yeah. Who... Ring ring.
1: Yeah. Guess what? Yeah, (laughs) no kidding.
0: Uh, is like five seven. So I mean, like, plays basketball. (laughs) Come on, Wallace. Where's Wallace? Yeah. Where's Wallace's lifts?
1: (laughs) Oh man. Probably should
0: ended it there. But it's time to get mad. Mel Gibson's gonna co-write and direct a Wild Bunch remake. Yeah, I don't think this is a good idea. Die. You die now. Um, but the big question is, do they keep the jacuzzi scene? <laughs> Seems like that'd be in poor taste.
1: Yeah, it does. Maybe you wanna give me
0: kiss Scott Free sweet. is the world's greatest escape artist. Mm-hmm. But there's one thing he can't escape from. Death. Himself.
1: Or himself. Oh,
0: <laughs> Are you doing this or me? I don't know. Was I supposed to hand it off to you? <laughs> no. I, so I screwed that up. Uh, yeah, either one of those, I guess. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's Mister Miracle. Mm-hmm. It's the new series uh, that is up to around issue nine or ten now, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, started at the beginning of this year. It is by Tom King and Mitch Garretts. Mm-hmm. Never talk to that guy again. <laughs> Never talk to that guy again. I know his name is pronounced Garretts because Source. Mitch Garrett's Yeah. <laughs> uh, he has been on the show. Uh, we did interview him. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we'll never, never reach him again. But anyway, nice guy. Yeah. Really nice guy. Mm-hmm. And good artist. And what I like about him is that uh, he's only getting better. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. What happens in the pages of Mr. Miracle? Good title, by the way. Yeah. I mean, I guess comic books, you know, they're t- titular hero. But right. But this is definitely going in a certain direction. Why not call it Mr. Miracle the trap you can't escape from or something like that. <laughs> you know?
1: Well, that's a good question. Um, let's see what happens in this. Um What is his father's name again? It's like all well, fathers you got half of it. or something like that. <laughs> high father. High father. Hi father. Hi yeah. Oh hi father. Oh hi father. Oh, father. Oh, father. Um he uh dies and then O'Rion becomes High Father. Um and Orion is kind of a jerk, um, to say the least. Uh, and he wants Scott free to treat him with the same respect as he did High Father. And Scott is a little resistant to that, to say the least. And um, he basically says, like, you're not going along with what I want you to do. So you're going to be put on trial. And then. I'm going to be judge, juror, and executioner. That
0: is happen- that's like literally the fourth issue. All right. You're not really starting at the beginning.
1: Um. So at the beginning, him and Big Barda are... Um,
0: who, who is Scott Free?
1: Scott Free is Mr. Miracle. Um, he is, like you said, the world's greatest escape artist. Um,
0: DC has this thing where we've our our heroes have day jobs but often they are performers mm-hmm. and they don't have a dual identity Yes. so people watch zatana Zatara pull a rabbit out of a hat right or pull a hat out of a rabbit mm-hmm. th- that's the that's the next level <laughs> and then she's like, thank you thank you oh sorry uh, gotta go stop starro the conqueror right and th- <laughs> <laughs> like how many of her shows get cancelled because she's trapped <laughs> in another dimension or something
1: like Good that? Question. Anyway. Um anyway. Um he's he's from Apocalypse originally.
0: Well um No, he's he's from New Genesis. Oh, sorry, New Genesis. But he was you know, when he was born. Yes. He was traded with uh with Orion. Okay. Right. So Orion is Darkseid's son. Okay he's high father's son yeah and in one of those like we give our enemy like one of our kids uh-huh. to make this treaty stick right uh and so high father raises orion you know as to be a hero to be you know to live in it uh, as a good example sure and <laughs> Dark side just throws just throws Scott into the into the pits
1: the ex pits to, to be yeah. tortured i know and then he's like <laughs> raised by granny who's i know
0: you think maniacal it, and yeah what, what an asshole yeah anyway yeah i mean news flash Dark yeah. side's an asshole yeah uh sorry continue <laughs>
1: um so um i trying to remember what exactly happens at the very beginning. Um,
0: what well, what's the very first image we see? Scott Free is covered in blood oh, in his yeah. bathroom.
1: Yeah, he's covered in blood.
0: Why is he covered in blood?
1: Um, I can't remember.
0: What does he have on his wrists for the entire oh, rest right. of the book?
1: He, he has bandages on his wrists because he tried to kill himself. Supposedly that was like a trap he was trying to get out of or what have you. Like, you that's how he
0: brushing that off like it's not what the entire book is about. Want we take over?
1: Maybe you should take over.
0: I'm not convinced that this entire thing isn't a hallucination or something. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, here's the deal. The New Gods, mm-hmm. created by Jack Kirby in 1972 after he fled Marvel and found a home at DC and they went, "Oh, what do you want to do?" And he went, "I want to try this thing." And so he created this thing, the New Gods, mm-hmm. with Orion and Lightray. And they're all fighting against each other, and it's very cosmic and cool. And like a lot of his later stuff, it doesn't really connect. You know, I never really found an audience. Okay, sure. Because it's how do you hook into this stuff? You mm-hmm. know, it's not like Peter Parker gets powers, but he also goes to high school, and so we get that. And right. So there's no. Personally, I feel like there's no way into. The best way in is Scott a guy Free. like Scott Free, who yeah. is you know he's a new god, but he's. Just a dude, you know, and he performs and he's right. got friends and he's got a wife and we see his his marriage, his relationship. You know, we can we can understand him. He's a good way in. So anyway, um, you got that. Uh, you've got the dark side. We know that he's rules apocalypse and would love right. to destroy uh, New Genesis. And he wants to find the anti-life equation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like, well, do you let him find the anti-life equation? If he does, don't we all die or he takes over the universe but every story seems to revolve around him getting the anti-life equation Mm -hmm. the last time he did we had final crisis where he basically did destroy the universe or came very close and batman had to die in order for us to stop that oh boy with the 14 reboots that have happened since then i don't know where we're at but i guess we're just assuming that this is like you know standard configuration dark side wants the anti-life equation and i think he's got it
1: I think, I think he does. I think he's got it. Yeah.
0: It's usually when he gets it, he's able to like control minds or control reality. We also know that he can send you to the Omega Sanction or whatever, where you are trapped within like a world that's not your own. You saw this when you read the Seven Soldiers of Victory, Mm -hmm. Mr. Miracle comic with Shiloh Norman, where he was caught in that other world Mm -hmm. where people are different and sort of evil and not what they seem. So isn't that, that what's happening here? Yeah, I guess so. He goes through this thing where, like you described, he's approached by Orion, who, you know, says that High Father's died. He's now in charge of Genesis, and they have to go to war right away with to, with Apocalypse. Yeah. And so they initially fight Granny Goodness and, like, kill her.
1: Brada kills her. Big Brada kills her.
0: Barter yeah. kills her. Barter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although Scott is, like, sort of questioning whether they should or not because not exactly sure what's going on but you know he's a good guy mm-hmm. heroes don't wanna kill right and so, we'll get to that uh and then like there's this scene where Orion like saws her head off
1: yeah <laughs> it's
0: like jeez yeah but anyway yeah Orion who is we know is kind of a kind of a jerk and very warlike is like mm-hmm. extra like j- yes. jerky and warlike and we get to this thing where, yeah, he basically accuses, you know, Forager, another new god, like, comes to Scott and says, oh, this guy's out of control. Right. And Light Ray shows up and just vaporizes him. Yeah. So we're losing characters left and right. Right. And then, yeah, Orion comes to Scott and says, well, we're going to put you on trial. Yeah. And it's like this weird trial where he asks him all these questions and he's trying to, it seems like he's trying to use logic, but also I think there's something to... The fact that they're making him question like the absoluteness of reality, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And basically, it comes down to: you're guilty because I'm judge, jury, and executioner. Yes. And since I know I can't c- contain you, like I'd have this guard throw handcuffs on you, but you're Mr. Miracle. It's right. It's not do anything. Right. You have to show up for report for execution in a couple of days. Right. Yeah. So then the next issue, that's issue four. issue five. We have a issue where he and Barta sort of spend like their last day together because yes. he's apparently gonna go report to do this thing. Yeah. And there's a whole thing about traffic in LA. Yes, now, I'm th- I thought I was I being gaslit? <laughs> huh? By was I being gaslit when I decided to uh, do a whole thing about traffic with uh, with Joe? and we're talking about how like oh now that you live in la is like traffic like right right
1: yeah i i don't know if you're being gaslit or not um i i remember you you doing that and um i mean it's definitely an issue like
0: yeah
1: uh traffic in la i thought
0: that that would be hey joe scrimshaw you're a comedian in la now right right give me your give me your bits about traffic right but apparently he doesn't do traffic bits
1: i guess he doesn't have any he did
0: not want to talk about the 405 <laughs> anyway they mentioned the 405 yes they do about 100 times in this thing
1: yeah
0: uh and then after that they decide uh and eh, we're not gonna do this and yeah. the, the next issue is just them killing their way through <laughs> New the, genesis
1: yeah exactly to get to Orion.
0: Orion, who they find either dead or severely or beaten, almost
1: dead. Yeah, and
0: Scott, in a thing that has been reverberating throughout the entire comic, the the idea of the face of God or seeing God. Yeah, says that he's seen the face of God, and what happens after that, we don't know. No, this is the first six issues. Yeah, which I guess I should have mentioned mentioned at the beginning of this.
1: Well, that's okay. Um, thing. I enjoyed it. Um, I think. Am I saying her name right? Bra- is it Brada or Barda?
0: Look, Brada. It's pronounced Barda.
1: Barda. Okay. Um, I think she's pretty awesome. I like that she's bigger than Scott Free. Um, and
0: uh, it's based on Jack Kirby's wife. Oh, really? Jack Kirby's not a big guy. Yeah. He's a, he's a small guy. Yeah. Um, and his wife is, I mean, she's not a million feet tall, but she's, you know, she's buxom and, and very tall. Her name's Roz. And so he, when he designed the character, he based Barda on his wife.
1: Oh, that's cool. Um, I think it works, and I I like seeing how they interact with each other, how they differ from each other, and how she is willing to just start the killing spree, kind of. Um,
0: is it really her? Her? I thought her eyes were blue.
1: Oh, that's right. What's going on with that? I don't know. And then she said, "No, my eyes have always been brown." Yeah. So, I don't know what's going on there. But then later on, uh-huh.
0: They don't you don't when you color something, I mean you can or or can't, but they there are definitely panels where you see her face and her eyes are blue.
1: Oh, that's weird. So, then it's kind of like, well, is it really her or not or is Scott really Scott um Scott. Scott.
0: <laughs> it, the whole thing is I want to get invested in this. I do like it so far. Um, but the whole thing is clearly not. It's an illusion. They're messing or something, with right? you. Why yeah. do you think that you? There are parts where the panels fuzz out like TV static.
1: Yeah, I know. I noticed that. Um, I don't I wasn't sure why that was exactly. Um, and he even says himself, like he's not sure if Darkseid is controlling him or not. Yeah, which is kind of terrifying. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. I. I mean, he has like you said the bandages on for like the the rest of the the issues. Um and um well, there was like some guy who's like his PR person or something like that who who was like
0: Funky Flashman.
1: Yeah, Funky Flashman. Who was like he- we're going to make this look like you're like suicide again. Like you're going to test death again, see if you can escape. And then if you do great, if you don't, who cares? It'll still look great for the kids, you know? <laughs> and it's like, you were, this is so messed up. Um, yeah. I can't believe you're actually suggesting this. So yeah. Um,
0: Funky Flashman man uh, is a character created by Jack Kirby. I want you to guess who he's based on
1: oh boy i i, I don't know That's when he comes stan in when the first Lee? yes
0: yes absolutely the first <laughs> thing he says is hey true believers oh
1: my god
0: <laughs> yes okay stan uh stan uh jack had some lingering resentment, yeah, uh, Over I get that uh, what happened, and so yeah, he created this slimy, wheel and in character, yeah, called Funky Flashman,
1: who they kill. Um, <laughs> so so
0: okay, yeah. So that's another thing. We we get through this whole thing where Scott doesn't even want to kill his granny, his torturer. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, and there's a Stockholmy kind of thing there, or also yeah. like you know. The you know, your parents, she's essentially like his mom, kind of. She
1: says she loves
0: him, right? Well, that's her whole thing, though. Is that she's you know, granny goodness. Um, she tortures you by making jello, she doesn't let you eat it, yeah. <laughs> we have granny's jello, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, voiced by Ed Asner in the cartoon, <laughs> it's, it's awesome, just awesome. But anyway, uh, yeah, they murder their way through New Genesis to get to Orion. And then they're like, talk to him, Scott. Talk to him. I mean, you're going to have a hard time killing Orion, but you killed a million people on the way here. Yeah, I know. Who were just doing their jobs. Yeah.
1: They were just guarding the the place and some of them thought they were gods themselves. Well
0: technically i guess they are but i think that that's also tom king just poking fun at like what is the new fourth new world anyway in fact yeah. they literally go like so if we're the fourth world what were the first three worlds it's like <laughs> you wouldn't is this I, is this meta just for the sake of the audience yeah. or is it also serving the, the fact that the characters in this world are confused and don't know what's going on because this is not a real world
1: that could totally be right yes
0: here's what i think really happened I think that for the millionth time, Darkseid got the anti-life equation and Mm -hmm. he got to Scott and was going to make him do something. And so Scott, you know, tried to kill himself in self-defense, which is drastic. We don't really know exactly why. Yeah. And but he did escape in a way, but he escaped to this sort of other fake world where this stuff isn't really happening, Mm. which I hope we I hate fake reality. Stories. I don't
1: like it either because yeah. it's like they pull the wool over your eyes. But I do like so. this. Yeah, I like this too. Um,
0: Garrett's is, he's just, he's gotten so good. I mean, he was never bad before, but like you can just, it's so exciting to see an artist grow and just get better and to try things out. There's a few, he's doing all these, um, you know, nine panel pages. Yes. Uh, which is like, <laughs> I always love when like artists go back and do that. Uh, just because it's so... It, you're kind of doing a thing, you know? Yeah. Like, s- s- this isn't the 90s, but like splash pages and big layouts have been the norm for so long that when a artist goes back to that more formalist style, they're trying to kind of say or do something, you mm-hmm. know? Um, Frank Miller would do it a lot, and I think that's probably the biggest reference here. Um, you know, Dave Gibbons would do it in Watchmen. Sure. And so I think that he's like... Let's do it. Let's tell the story. You know, let's get right. back to these panels. And sometimes we're not gonna. Sometimes you'll have the same issue or image nine times. You right. Know? That's what we're trying to say. Um. So he's got that. There are a couple times that I think he thinks that he's, Sinquevitch or something. Like he's got, like when he's cutting Granny's head off. There's a yeah. lot of very um, subjective kind of images and a lot of like sp- splatters. You know, of ink and paint and stuff like yeah. that. And he's like really. It's sort, of these sort of dreamy sort of nightmare images which is not his style that i've seen previously but i like the fact that he's doing it i mm-hmm. like it so far mm-hmm. art side great writing i got some notes oh okay there's a thing that happens now <laughs> and you win an eisner for it where you go Yeah, it's a comic book, but I guess they're just real people. So it's like, no, let's do a thing where we kill 40 people, but we're talking about remodeling our house. I know. And it's like this juxtaposition of the mundane with the fantastical, and people just,
1: I'm so hard. Right?
0: Yes. Like you get this, like Saga is a great example. You've got like butts with wings, you yeah. know, shooting lasers, but right. somebody's like, "Oh, I like broccoli." And it's like, "Oh, oh my god, um, it's so good." <laughs> like is it good? Or is yeah. something like Seven to Eternity, which we should read for the show by Rick Remender, where now s- s- sit down, it's about a hero who's sick. And he's fighting all by himself to save himself and his family. Okay. And he's inner monologuing. Sure. <laughs> you know where we are. Yeah. It's Rick Remender. Uh, but it's this huge, amazing world brought to life by uh, Jerome Pena. And he's created this. It's like it's as deep as the Lord of the Rings. You know, he's created mm-hmm. this amazing world from whole cloth and it's fantasy slash sci-fi you know it's out of his usual sort of sci-fi comfort zone sure incredible no no um so wait a minute so the closet's gonna be bigger or the bathroom's gonna be bigger which is it 16 pages later okay well i guess we could have a closet i'm pregnant i know eisner here you go
1: i know well when they said that she wanted another bedroom i was like oh well she's pregnant yeah
0: no no i mean it's totally clear yeah but, like, which issue? Wrote, have we not got to the issue that won the Eisner yet? Yeah, I know. Because so far, I don't see an Eisner. I'm not <laughs> seeing an <laughs> Eisner here. Also, I like comedy beats as much as somebody else. But when, you know, Mr. Miracle punches Orion in the face, eating a carrot. Yeah. That's like a Big Bang. <laughs> Actually, the Big Bang's not that clever. But, like,
1: really? Yeah, Did I Orion know. really eat a carrot. I, yeah, I don't know. I know it's
0: funny, but how do you do that? <laughs> Here's a better one. It's super tense. Ding dong. Hold on. Oh, it's Amazon. That's a good beat.
1: Yeah, I know. But like
0: Orion's like, hit me in the face.
1: I'll have a carrot. Yeah, I know, right? What? And then show up in three days for your execution. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. I mean, it was kind of Are funny when, <laughs> when um she's like, we should get a, a veggie plate. Like, for the trial.
0: The mundane like with the fantastical. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Eisner time.
1: Like, we should have some refreshments, and our refreshments will be a veggie plane.
0: I've got a new comic. It's called Zeus Takes a Poop.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Harvey's, Eisner's, Angoulême (laughs) coming in. I've got it.
1: Yes, the fantastical with the mundane. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's called... Hercules checks Twitter. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we're going to have to build a new room just to put all the put all awards all on the mantle.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess we're done.
0: Would you recommend this?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's I not. It's not I a lot. That's
0: something else. Uh, you know, taking a lot of time, um, pausing, having a lot of things with no dialogue, having a lot of things with. Um, r- repetitive dialogue not um, in a negative way just right. meant to emphasize something like when he's there's you know six pages uh dedicated to him breaking down uh Kant's uh where's it Kant or no no it was Descartes you know I think therefore I am and th- the fact that everybody says I think therefore I am but also the second half of his, you know, philosophy in, in that way is like it's tied to the existence of God and stuff like that. And right. so like people like Kant, like later thinkers came in and went, well, you're full of shit because we don't believe in God. Why does right. God tie to your uh, acknowledgements, you know, or your awareness of your own self? Mm-hmm. But it has a lot to do with what's going on because King's exploring the idea of these people who are gods or right. at least think they're... I, i think therefore i am god yeah like am i just because i call myself a god am i a god right like scott is supposed to be a god but he doesn't feel like a god he takes selfies with his fans and eats carrot sticks
1: right exactly so
0: i love where we're going but let's get there (laughs) (laughs) i mean you've got all the time in the world and this book is going to go on forever because dc knows they've got something in these two yeah and they've won an award yeah and so yeah I I feel like I'm judging the story before it's done. Maybe. But I on, honestly, I feel like things like this are better contained within a limited series or a graphic novel. Sure. Um, this doesn't feel like... And it, I mean, it is. It's fine. It's good. I would recommend this. Would you recommend it? I would absolutely recommend yeah. this, yeah. But at the same time, I go, okay, let's get there. Come on. <sighs> I know this is like... The second I saw that they were like at the fair or whatever and he's trying to win the thing, I'm like, oh, this is the issue where... We're gonna just watch them eat dinner, and they're gonna go to the beach, right. and then they're gonna like make love later. And exactly. It's like, all right, but once I get it, like, if it's not gonna surprise me, then why <laughs> am I gonna pick up the next issue? You know, <laughs> at the end of six, I definitely want to see where it goes from here. Like, I'm gonna keep reading it. Right. But I don't know. I don't. It's not instant gratification.
1: No, it's. And not. I guess
0: it's good to to not have everything at your fingertips all the time. Right. But um, I do want to know what's going on.
1: Yeah, I want to know what's going on too. Um, and like those those nine panel pages you're talking about, a lot of them are, his like um, his escape acts. Like, how is he going to get out of like <laughs> yeah, um, this, I don't know, this wooden box crate thing, or yeah. like how is he going to get out of this barrel before a train hits? And it's something.
0: cinematic too. I mean, anytime that you are seeing something from moment to moment in a panel. Mm-hmm you know, it's emphasis. You could have easily just had, well, clearly Scott is trying to live his life still. That shows us kind of who he is. You know, he's somebody who has a routine and likes what he does, even though he's facing death, he's still going to face death. right? Right. And so you have a flash page where he's hanging from a chain on a hook and there's sharks all around. And he's saying to the crowd, thank you everybody for my, la- you know, you've been a great audience for my last trick. I'm going we get that he's still doing it, but instead right. they take two pages to show second by second, like, you know, this box falling to the ground and smashing or yes. him giving a speech and then being hit by a train and stuff like that. Right. And it's like part of that is like, good. Oh, you're creating a moment. Take yeah. your time. But it's also, well, you're kind of filling up two pages though. Aren't you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I suppose it is also, that. I love it. Yeah
0: take read it yes zeus takes a shit on this book <laughs> <laughs> no i'm I'm being harsh but it's because uh i i really do think it's pretty good yeah i enjoy so, it yeah it's on stands right now although i heard that the next two issues 11 and 12 are being delayed so oh no yep they can't escape delays oh. i did it <laughs> don't, be afraid, don't be afraid of your freedom Well, we're going to get off Scott free from... No, dumb. <laughs> Had it, and then I lost it. Uh, it's just, I'm in the wrong universe. Right. The anti-life equation right. has me, so that's bad news. But uh, we've got good news. We've got good news all the time on our Facebook and Twitter social medias. So search for us at Just Enough Trope and find us there. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts or on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Player FM. All that's right. That's a new one are on Player FM. All right. You can find us there. And all those services, do what you got to do. You know what it is. You got to subscribe. It's the best way to get the show. It comes right to you mm-hmm. when it is ready. Also, give us a review. We'd appreciate that. We love hearing from the fans. We also want to hear what you think we should do next. So let us know on our social medias about that as well. And most importantly, give us a rating. When you stop by the Apple Podcasts or the Who and the Whichever, <laughs> give us a rating Hopefully. A high one. Be Mm -hmm. honest, but we'll take a high rating. When we get a high rating from you, we get to move up in the ranks. That's right. And that way we can reach more people. We can touch more lives (laughs) and make more connections Mm -hmm. and give you all the news about all the Fox movies that are being pushed back. Right. Forever, (laughs) it would appear. So uh, give us five severed heads.
1: Oh, my God. Of Granny
0: Goodness. Wow. Wow. Dark. Yeah. Why did this suddenly turn into like an ISIS video? I don't know. <laughs> also, I, I didn't check the cover if it's, it probably says mature readers, right? Probably. But there is like blasphemy and uh-huh. some profanity. Uh-huh. It's so hard to tell with comics when there's nudity cuz you never know like what comics will just do anyway for nudity or right. like when it's like you know, Batman's dick nudity. <laughs> but I felt, and it wasn't exploitative, but there was, they were clearly trying to, you know, evoke sensuality. What yes. do you think about the cruciform uh, sex scene?
1: What do you mean, the cruciform sex scene?
0: Well, when, on their last day together, oh, and she's like, you're going to get something a little extra special. Oh. And she ties him up, which is something that happens in yeah, sex sometimes. okay. But also there's an extra layer because he's scot-free yeah So it's that's like, true
1: he's gonna get out of it
0: yeah what if you're Scott free and you're into bondage
1: oh my gosh oh man
0: you're never gonna be happy no but he's also got he's his arms yeah arms outstretched and his legs are together
1: oh you're right i didn't get that when i read it why do you read these things i don't yeah. i don't know why i didn't get it but <laughs> Give um us,
0: yeah 5 <laughs> Scott it's got a mask on his penis. Oh my gosh! What if you go saw so Scott Free's penis? I don't know. I don't <laughs> want to think about any. Of, I don't want to think about any cartoon characters' penises for a long time.
1: Sounds good. I'm
0: good on that. Yeah. So just give us five stars instead. We'd appreciate it. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. In the meantime, I'd ask you to. Give a little listen to our shows at Craft of Services. We're pretty proud of them talking about the bad films of cinema history. Yes. Uh, but not really bad, though. Good films. Right. So check that out if you get a chance at Uh We're signing off. Until the next time, I'm your host, Caliban. I'm
1: your co-host, Megan Hanna. Keep
0: the Geek Fires Burning. <laughs>